Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. Welcome to the Workshop Whisperer podcast and I'm producer Mel. Rachel, if you didn't know, is the number one business coach for the auto aftermarket in Australia, New Zealand and she's got clients all over the world. So why don't you become one or find out about Rachel's community by hitting up the free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop. What are some of the conversations that go on in the Facebook group, Rach? Oh, Mel, they are so wide and varied. Uh, It can be anything from uh, what do I do in this particular situation with this team member? What supplier is everybody using for oil and what should I be paying for it? Even technical questions. Hey, I've tried everything else. I can't get this blah, 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 car working. Does anybody have any ideas? Has anyone fixed one lately? I have never seen one of those go unsolved. It is an amazing community and uh, everybody's there just to learn and to share best practice. That is so cool. So jot it down now or remember it, your profitable auto repair shop on Facebook. And can anyone be admitted to the group? Yes. So it's auto repair shop owners only. Okay. So that makes us different because there are many, many technician groups out there. Uh, so it's for auto repair shop owners only. Sometimes our owners want to um, bring their manager in because it's just as insightful for them uh, and we allow that. Uh, usually they'll ask first, uh, but you know, this is this is a group for shop owners. Very cool. JFDI with the Workshop Whisperer, Rachel Sheldrick, a coaching masterclass for the brave. And today's episode, as uh, just mentioned, is our JFDI episode. And Rachel talked to me before about cutting the shit and asked if I could bleep that out. Of course I can. We're a professional <laughs> podcast production house. Tell us, Rach, how do you cut the shit? <laughs> well, it's not just any old type of shit that we're talking about here, Mel, okay? Okay, Of course. What I want to talk about today... It's specific. uh, You know, we do say that JFDI is a masterclass for the brave and you do need to be brave if you are one of the people that I'm talking about today because we're talking about stopping the shit and using your software properly. And what do I mean by that? Well, many of you out there have continuous time clocking as a feature of your software and you are not using it for a number of reasons. So after listening to this episode of Whispering Loudly today, you are going to stop the sh** and you are going to start using continuous time clocking. So So I want to talk about why. People get this software and they go, great, I've got it, tick, I've done that. Yep. But then they don't go on to fully explore and understand it because they're too time poor. Is that right? Or they? It's time poor is a little part of it. Fear is the biggest part. Okay. okay? So what we're all about at the Workshop Whisperer is ensuring that we are um, aware of and implementing industry best practice. So we go out and seek that for our clients and we help them implement that in their businesses so that we are as efficient and lean and profitable as possible. And you can't be those three things if you do not continuously time clock. Now that is different from just time clocking. So time clocking is where you might, you know, use your software to clock into a job and then you clock out and that's the end of the time clocking process. What we're talking about is 
clocking in at the start of the day. You might clock into admin or cleaning as that very first thing, or uh, you go straight on to a job. Then you may clock out midway through that job because you've moved to another job. And then you may clock from that back into your other job. Then that job finishes. You may go into five minutes admin time. You may have to drive a customer home. So you clock into that. So we have all of these little things set up inside our continuous time clocking so that our movements throughout the day are all recorded. Now, that's what we need, not just time clocking. Think of industry best practice here. Think of a dealership, okay? This is what the dealerships use. And while we don't want to be necessarily like a dealership, we do want to take this piece of industry best practice and we want to use it in our workshop. Why? Because if we don't, then we are not capturing every labor dollar that we could be. Now, if you're just using uh, paper job cards, here's what's going on. And you can swear at me till you're blue and black in the face or whatever that saying (laughs) is. You may even say shit, but we will beef it out. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Uh, You can tell me that your technicians are writing down true times and you're not losing any minutes, but that is garbage because things happen And we get distracted, we get moved off a job to talk to a customer, whatever, and we lose time there. You should be clocking on and charging the customer from the moment that you pick up the keys to the time those keys go back into the service advisor. And that includes cleaning the bay after that job uh, is finished. So when we switch on continuous time clocking, we should expect an immediate lift of 6% in recorded productivity just because we've got it on, okay? The other factor to that is that we will have an immediate uplift because our team members, our technicians are now accountable for their time. And that doesn't mean that we're accusing our technicians of them being dishonest before. No way. Some might be, you know, some might be um, trying to take as long as they can to fill out their day as opposed to just getting the job done in the time that they should. Yeah, I was going to say that it might not be a case of dishonesty. It might just be a case of poor remembering. Someone might forget how long something took them and you say, oh, just round it up to this or round it down to that or that's that's good enough. She'll, Most she'll of the time right, they'll round it down and that's yeah. our problem, yeah. especially the owner. If the owner is involved in uh, labour time and invoicing, the owner is in many cases more price sensitive than the customers that you're working with because your head is in pricing and quoting and estimating all day long and you think oh I better wipe off that half an hour because we shouldn't have taken that long or you know that customer can't afford that I'll wipe off that when you do that that's discounting and discounting destroys your bottom line so what we're doing here is just more accurately accounting for the minutes that are taken on a job. And I've explained uh, many times before in Facebook videos, YouTube videos, and here on the podcast, if we're able to capture an extra three minutes per hour per technician per day, which in effect, you know, for a technician's eight-hour day, we're just looking at an extra 24 minutes a day per technician, we will bank an extra $10,000 per year per technician. So we're not looking to change the world here. We're looking to capture an extra 24 minutes a day to start with. 
every shop that is not currently using continuous time clocking has way more time to recapture than that. But let's just start out small. So that's the first part of it. That's why we'd want to switch it on, okay? But what we're actually um, wanting to overcome here is the owner's fear of how their technicians will feel about using time clocking. So there will be a fear there that their technicians will say, I don't need you spying on me or why do I have to do this? And the simple reason is because we want this shop to be as professional as possible. Therefore, we need to implement industry best practice and that's what continuous time clocking is. And you need to know how much to bill the client. That's exactly right. And the customer uh, expects um, a great job. And in order to do a great job, you've got to be charging out for every minute that was worked on that car. And be accurate. Yeah. And because when we do that, we have the right amount of money flowing through the business. Therefore, we can afford the good equipment. We can afford to pay the good technicians and we can afford to pay ourselves. And that's really why we're here. This is not a charity. So we tackle those objections and if someone is a stickler for I'm not going to do this, that's a red flag for somebody's employment because winners love to see their numbers. That's true. Losers like to hide. Yeah. Okay, so if someone's really productive, they'll want to show the boss, "Hey, look at everything absolutely. I'm doing." Yeah. And if the business wins, if there's more money flowing through the business, the owner is more inclined to reward their team members. 100%. So this isn't something to be afraid of. This is something to embrace. So then you need to ask yourself the question, if you still got fear there, whose business is this? Is it your technician who is giving you you know, curry about implementing time clocking or is it yours? You call the shots. So, again, take your teaspoon of cement. (laughs) Which seems to be a common theme on JFDI. Absolutely. Get brave. It's your business. If you want the most from your business and you want to stop going around in circles and stop struggling, then implement continuous time clocking. Now, The last part of this is that uh, your software, your management software that you're using may not have continuous time clocking and your software provider may um, say, well, you know, we do it this way. If it doesn't allow you uh, and doesn't allow your technicians to move through the various different things they will do in a day, then that software program is no longer for you. You need to find one and all you have to do is ask me for a recommendation. Mechanic um, desk. Mechanic desk. and But sometimes, um, you know, uh, we were just speaking with a, uh, a shop owner before. He's got 15 technicians and he's got a, uh, five in the service part of the business and he's like a small dealership so he needs something else okay so but for the majority of our uh, our everyday auto repair shop owners mechanic desk is brilliant whatever system you're using if it has the ability to continuous time clock and you are not currently using it then you need to switch it on if you don't have it then it's time to to move. If you want to be profitable, if you want the rewards that come from a profitable business, then you need to stop delaying this and you need to change software and go to a company that is going to help you get all of your data out of your old one. Uh, You know, it's 2020 when we're recording this. There are uh, great software providers that are going to do that legwork for you. You may have a fear that you're going to lose, you know, 20 years worth of car history. I'm here to tell you, you need about three years maximum. Nobody cares what you did on the car back in 2008. 
okay? You can you can feel confident. You can leave that behind. Do the change. Get the training that you need. Use the help desk support of the software provider. Get them to help you train your team. Turn it on. Have a month's grace for people getting used to working to it because uh, working with it. Because when you start, people will remember to clock on, but they'll forget to clock off. So, you know, you've got <laughs> that to- job was seventy five hours long. <laughs> That's that right. is not productive. It's going to take everybody a few weeks, but you have to lead from the front. You need to stand up, be confident, say this is the way this is right now. Uh, this is the way we're going to be doing it moving forward, and you will be rewarded with accurate reports of what's happening throughout the day. You'll be able to see the money uh, flowing through the business and the reward at the end of that is extra profit for you. Yay. Thank you so much, Rachel. Uh, If you haven't done it yet, please rate and review Whispering Loudly wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts or any app. And tell your friend, if you've got a friend in the auto aftermarket, tell them about Whispering Loudly. I'm sure they'd get just as much out of the podcast as you did. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk, and gold sponsor, Podium.